Hello. So this past week, uh, I had to attend a training where I, with what I do for a living. I do have to have continuing um, education training. So being that it's mandated by the state, I attended this training, as I would as a good employee. <laughs> um, and they had a, a guest speaker that did the opening, and I was fortunate enough to not only see the opening, but I taught a class right after. And this guest speaker is a huge motivational speaker, especially in the business community. And her name was her name was Tina. And I don't remember off the top of my head what her last name was. But of everything she talked about, the biggest thing I got out of it was it is okay to ask why. As a parent, that is my my honestly that's my biggest pet peeve as a parent is when my eight-year-old asks me why when I say it's time for bed or you need to eat your dinner or that kind of thing. He says, why? And I'm always left with that rhetorical answer, because I said so. As a parent, every parent knows that's the answer you give because then they stop asking that why. Well, after listening to this speaker, I realized that is not what we're supposed to do. If we ask a student to do something and they say, why? You don't just say, because I told you to. Simply give them a reason. This past uh, week as well, as I, I was able to put that into practice, as one of my students had just happened to be standing next to the garbage can, and I handed him something, and he was standing closer to me. And I said, hey, could you throw this away? He simply said, Why? And I had a flashback of, well, I could respond with, because I asked you to, or because I told you to. And then it dawned on me, put into practice what you just learned. And so I said, well, buddy, it's because you're standing closer to the garbage can than I am. I wasn't trying to be mean or anything. I just simply said, you're standing closer to the garbage can than I am. To which he looked at me and went, oh, okay. And he threw away what I needed him to throw away. But it has led me to think the last few days, reasons that I've done things, reasons that I'm currently doing things. Perfect example, why did you get married? Well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons as to why. The biggest one is I absolutely love the woman I am married to. She's one of my best friends. She's my confidant. I can vent to her. Even though a lot of times I start venting to her and after a while she tells me to sit down and shut up because she's tired of hearing it. But she's someone that I truly do want to spend the rest of my life with. Now, I'm not saying that the common law marriage is wrong. Just for me, that wasn't me. I wanted to get married. I've always wanted it and that was why I got married. I fell in love with an amazing woman. And I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. Why did I do? Why did I choose teaching? Out of all of the professions I could have done, had I buckled down, I could have been a doctor. Had I not had seizure disorder, I could have been in the military. I could have been a police officer. If I would not gotten injured, I could have been a baseball player. Why did I choose teaching out of all of the professions that are out there? Why did I choose teaching? Because that was what I felt called to do. I absolutely love my current profession. I love the job that I'm at. 
my kids are amazing. They called me out today because I was in a traffic accident on my way to work, on my way to dropping Peyton off at school. And when I got there, they were asking me, why are you late? When I informed them what had happened, they were very heartfelt, sympathetic. They wanted to make sure that Mr. Joe was okay. To which this afternoon, a few of them called me out and said, you better be here on time tomorrow. They wanted to hold me accountable for being late. Which is funny when I hold them accountable. But I wanted to be a teacher because I had the gift of being able to help others. The gift of being able to teach others. And when it comes to little kids, I have a spot in my heart that is absolutely reserved for little kids. I love to play with them. I love to joke with them. But most of all, I love to teach them and to show them what this crazy world of ours has to offer. Why did I become a den leader? Why am I the assistant Cub Scout master? Again, because I want to show children, especially my own son, what this crazy world has to offer and how they can navigate the waters through that. And in being a Scoutmaster, I'm able to share my experience with my son and with some of his friends. I'm able to next year teach him actually how to properly handle a pocket knife the safe way. I'm able to accompany him on campouts, eventually teach him how to hold a hatchet, to be able to chop wood. He knows how to pitch a tent because I have shown him. And for the simple fact, I didn't get that experience growing up. When I went and played baseball, a lot of times, my stepdad hardly attended any of my games. My mother was the one that drove me to the games, and then a lot of times, she left. There was one time, and I still have the scar on my face to prove it, that my mother had in fact left. We had finished a playoff game that we had won, and I had to ride back with a coach. We were headed to Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen, and my mother simply said, I'll just meet you there. Okay, that's fine. She went home and was doing something, and while she was doing something, the vehicle I was riding in was involved in a traffic accident. I was rushed to the emergency room, blood pouring out of my head, because I had split my head open. And my mother wasn't there. They wouldn't do anything until she got there. So here I am on a hospital bed, strapped to a gurney, unable to move, and having to go to the bathroom. And I couldn't get up until my mother got there. But I want to, and this is one of the main reasons why I want to do this stuff with my son. I want to show him I'm involved in his life. And it's one of the main, one of the other reasons why I went into teaching is I want to share with children all the experiences, all the joys I had in my life. A lot of people ask me, Joe, why don't you have more children? You're great with kids. Why don't you have more? 
I simply look at him and say, it was God's plan that I would have a lot of kids. But only one of them was one I could call mine. I do have a lot of kids. Only one is mine. I have been teaching since 2004. And I absolutely love my profession. I love my job. Not a day goes by that I ever get out of bed and go, oh God, I got to do it again. No. I get the ability to get out of bed, get dressed and go, I get to go play with kids. And I love what I do. I really do. These kids, they come in, I spend six to eight hours with them, depending on how long they're there. And I get to play with them. Occasionally I get called dad. Occasionally I get called mom. Occasionally I get called uncle. Every so often I get called grandpa. And every time I look at them, when they call me those things, and they go, who am I? Just so they understand, I'm not dad, I'm not mom, I'm not uncle, I'm not grandma, grandpa, or whatever. But I've talked to others about this, and I always come to the same conclusion, and so do they. The reason why they do that is they trust me enough that they think of me as that. That while they're away from their parents, I am that role model, I am that person of safety. I am the trusted one for them. So, if you think about life in general, why are we here? We are here to help others. And it could be a variety of ways. You can help others by being a doctor, an EMT, a police officer, a teacher. You can help others by working at McDonald's, working at Burger King. Any job is helping others. I teach Sunday school. Why? Because where I go to church, their three core missions are worship free, live free, and serve free. Well, for me, in order to not only worship free or live free, I have to serve free. So that's what I do. I serve the church. I serve the community by teaching Sunday school. Now, I don't teach Sunday school every single Sunday. I teach it every Sunday, every other month. And the kids that I teach, they know when it's Mr. Joe's month and they know when it's not. And they love it. And I love playing with them and I love being around them. So when you think after this particular episode is over, when you go back and think, why? Just think about three little words. A phrase that for most parents drives them up the wall. But simply think, why? It's not a bad phrase, it really isn't. But it's a phrase that's going to make you think, stop giving the same answer and give them an answer that they need. I'll see you all next week.